Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. It is Thursday, so we will be breaking down recent gaming news. I am your host, Paul, and joining me here are my two co-hosts. Coming up first, he wants to change his PJs, but he can't because he is the perfect shape, and it's not so bad all the time. It's Josh. I actually <laughs> have a hard time using the bathroom, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I need help with. Dude, so. I, our, our listeners probably have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Don't worry. This is going to make sense in a few minutes. <laughs> but we're all making T-shaped yes. poses. <laughs> all right. And then joining Josh and me, he isn't sure if he's flirting or fighting, so why not both? It's Ryan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's the quote. Her thighs. They're so powerful. <laughs> so thirsty. It's so ridiculous. Oh, this will I, be fun. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, guys. I love talking about preposterous games like this. All right. So we have covered so many showcases in the month of June. We had Xbox. We had Starfield. We had Nintendo Direct. There, there was Ubisoft. So many things to talk about. We had one last showcase come in at the very end of June courtesy of Annapurna Interactive. This is the publisher that has brought us indie games like Outer Wilds, Stray, Neon White. Obviously, they are much, much smaller than those other showcases that we referenced before. And we got to take a good look at a bunch of upcoming indie games, and we're going to try to cover four of them here on the show. Uh, we're going to start out a little more serious, and then we'll get into some of the sillier stuff toward the end. But first of all, Let's talk about the reveal trailer for Blade Runner 2033. So this is actually the very first game that Annapurna has developed themselves in studio. They are not just the publisher for this one. As you might guess from the title, this one actually takes place between the original movie Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. I don't know if you guys are Blade Runner fans in general or not, but what did you guys think about this quick reveal trailer? You didn't see much. But from what I saw, and I, I love Blade Runner, it was pretty cool. Um, but from what I saw, it 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 looked neat. And uh, reading, I I like to go a lot of times into the comments, you know, on the trailers and kind of see what everyone else has to say about it. And so there's a lot of people saying some some good things, a lot of people saying bad things. So I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen and kind of how it's going to come, you know, come to fruition. But you know, overall, mildly interested so far. 
<laughs> a very lukewarm response. Yeah, very, from Ryan. very lukewarm. <laughs> what about you, Josh? I honestly, I'm, I'm really the same. We just didn't see enough in this trailer to, to kind of get a feel for anything. I, I, I don't really like the Blade Runner movies, and I know that's weird because they're like highly critically acclaimed. But like, I went to the theater and watched Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. And was just bored. Like almost the entire movie was just bored. Other than the, the Ana de Armas in the movie, like it was just. <laughs> I was like, "What is the Why? point of this? Why is this what? three hours long?" You know. What about Ana de Armas? Did you like so much? She's a fantastic actress, Paul. She really <laughs> helped mm-hmm. carry that movie. Um, you know, and added Absolutely. some some interest to what is otherwise a very long, boring movie. I do love her, and she's taking over the John Wick spinoff, Ballerina, which is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm very excited for that. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we get this game, you know, it's it feels like the Blade Runner universe. It's always cold and dreary, and nothing is exciting and all that stuff. And it's like a guy turning a dial. We see, like, history and snippets of things going on. But that's really all we see. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so, sure, you're capitalizing on this this well-known franchise but like uh, that's all we know is it a detective mystery game is it like a uh, isn't an adventure game i just i don't know enough to get excited to be honest yeah we definitely see nothing in regards to gameplay i would argue the most important thing about making a blade runner game is the atmosphere and the vibe and i felt like that was spot on you get like the the synthesizer score it feels very blade runner-esque to me uh my hunch is that it's not going to be very action forward so you were kind of saying josh like is this a detective adventure or like what kind of game the, the game's like tagline that they have posted everywhere, including on Steam, is this question. What does a Blade Runner do when there are no replicants left to hunt? So I don't know if that means you're doing like more mundane police work or if it's really just kind of like a red herring. Maybe there are. We're going to find out that there are still replicants or something. I don't know. Maybe it'll be more of a telltale game. I mean, we just have no idea at this point. But I just know that I love Blade Runner. And I think Annapurna has published some really interesting games. So the fact that they wanted to do this uh, has me moderately excited, but it's just too early to tell. This is one of the downsides to getting these reveal trailers. Like, There's no release date for this. It could be next year, maybe 2025, maybe beyond. I mean, we just have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before moving on to the next game here, Josh, can you tell the people a little bit about how they can help support the show? Well, you're doing the most important thing right now, which is listening to this show. The second most important thing you can do is tell a friend and leave a review. But if you like what you hear and you want more, then you can help this show continue by heading over to MultiplayerSquad.com. You can sign up to support the show to say, hey, I like what I'm hearing. Keep it up, boys. We do say thank you back. We give you a ton of perks like early access, ad-free episodes. Uh, you get access to our Squadcast episodes. So we do two bonus episodes a month that are a ton of fun. Um, it, you know, There's no obligation. If you want to sign up for as little as 5 bucks a month, you can. And then you can say, hey, that was just a tip, guys. If you want to be a longtime supporter and help things keep flowing, you can do that as well. But anything helps, to be honest with you. You can head over to MultiplayerSquad.com to check it out. All right. The next game up on the docket is Bounty Star. 
And in this one, because I don't think our listeners probably know very much about it, this is where you play as an ex-soldier turned bounty hunter in a post-apocalyptic Western-style environment. You get to fight mercenaries on foot, but also in a customizable mech that you change and develop over time. Normally, I am not one that loves mechs, whether it's in games or in movies. I actually thought that this one looked pretty fun and pretty interesting. What did you guys think about Bounty Star? Um, I'm usually not a big mech game guy either. Um, but I, parts of it looks pretty cool. I I like the the crafting side of it. They had a little bit. I'm not usually big on on crafting in games. I'm just like oh, I just want to play. Just want to you know kill stuff but shoot stuff <laughs> it, yeah exactly it, it looks it looks pretty cool and then you know the, the little backstory they give with you know the character and everything but um overall from what we saw i i i was you know not not lukewarm like a uh, blade runner but i was a little more uh interested in this one it, it seemed it seemed pretty neat we definitely saw a lot more that's for sure yeah oh absolutely I was going to say this game showed off a lot of different systems and stuff. The the art style I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of. It looked like I don't know painty. what style they were going for, like painty, but then it kind of yeah. looked a little dumbed down at the same time, so I was kind of like I don't know if this is jiving with me. I don't really play mech games either. The this game was just all over the place for me. It's like, you know, you're out there, you're fighting in mechs. It's from like a third person kind of over the shoulder perspective. Then you're crafting and stuff, which I did like. I th- I'm with you, Ryan. I thought that looked pretty neat where you're crafting these components and upgrades for your mech or your farm that you're like working on. And yeah. then next thing you know, you're farming. She's planting <laughs> things in, in like a thing. And then she's cooking a la like Link from Zelda where it's like, you know, they're like, and you have to eat nourishing meals that upgrade your attributes and stuff. And then it shows like sh- she cooks something and then she gets Sweet more in- cactus salad or something, yeah. something goofy. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like now her mech has more endurance or something. I don't know, man. It was like this was just a little all over the place for me. I will say that out of all the games that they they announced in the trailers for them and stuff, this one is the one that I would be most likely to actually pick up and try out. Totally um, agree. Yeah, and so that definitely that tells me that they did some things right in this, but I don't really know how I feel about this one because there's parts that I went, okay, that looks kind of neat, and then there's parts where I went, why is there farming and cooking in like a mech <laughs> battle type game, man? Like this is strange, and I know it's like it seems like it's story based because they really wanted to touch on the story and the character development and all that. It just, I don't know, man. I honestly, I'm a little confused on this one. Oh, well, you know those, you have those games where when you see the trailer, you see some gameplay, you kind of have an idea of, okay, this is what this game's going to be like, and this is kind of how the flow of it is, and, and this is what we're going to do. This one, like you said, it was all over the place, so you, you, you're kind of unsure, you know, parts of it looked cool, parts of it didn't, it's like, okay, how much of each is going to be the main part of the game? What exactly am I going to do in this? So... Well, like I said, well, parts of it looked cool. Some of it I was real unsure about. So, yeah, well, I'm interested to see more about it as it comes closer. But I'm the same way. Definitely uh, from what we saw through this showcase, you know, this was the one that that definitely hit some, you know, triggers for me. Yeah, I think you put your finger right on the issue there, Ryan, because even the narrator who's talking about the game says that there's like two parts of the game. And he literally says the first half of the game is third-person action shooter where you're bringing in your marks dead or alive. I love that. 
I yeah. love the idea of playing as a bounty hunter. And if I get an opportunity to like capture them or kill them, that sounds awesome. That stuff looked absolutely incredible. But then they say that this whole other half is where you get the whole other side of things where she's like building up this old cafeteria into her bounty hunter headquarters, I guess. And yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's weird to mix together the action with the farming and cooking. Uh, cause normally you see that in survival games and this game didn't really give you survival vibes, but maybe that'll yeah. be a part of it as well. I guess we'll have to wait and see if it's literally half building your headquarters to look neat and, and grow crops and have people come visit you. I'm far less interested in this. I, I hope it'll be like 90% of the action and just in between missions, go ahead and grow some food and, you know, harvest your seeds that grew or, you know, whatever. Hopefully it's more action based. All right, so talking about our two serious games, now we get into some of the fun stuff. Boy, if you thought if you thought farming and action is a weird combo, wait for this one. <laughs> all right, we have coming up Thirsty Suitors, which oh. first of all, give the person who named that game a raise. This might be the best named game of all time. I absolutely love it. This game is like a twist on the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You play as a character named Jala, and you are going back home to face your exes, you're going to decide whether you want to fight or date them. And gameplay-wise, they say it is an action-adventure RPG that combines skateboarding, cooking, dating, and turn-based combat? <laughs> like, I thought Boyfriend Dungeon was a weird game, and this one takes the cake. <laughs> what can go wrong? Dude, this is one of the weirdest games I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, I don't know. It, it was like the skateboarding. I'll, like, I'm. Uh, it's like Tony Hawk, okay. except like sure. cell shaded, weird dating sim graphics. And uh-huh. then it's like, but uh, then there's like a bear that is the leader of the gang that you're trying to <laughs> skateboard to get to or impress, or I don't know what's going on. And yeah. then there's combat with some giant lady with giant thighs and you're commenting about the power of her thighs and it's like her thighs they're so powerful they're so powerful yeah like what is going on in this game man and then it's like a dating sim where literally it's like you have choices where it's like hey like flirt or you know be aggressive or something and then i i just this is the most bananas game I think I've ever seen, man. And this game is not for me. I can tell you that right now. But also, I have to give Annapurna like kudos because all of these trailers and all of these games are very much anti-trendy. It, it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they are not yeah. AAA titles. They are not, you know, oh, this fad is happening, so let's hop on board. And while a lot of these really didn't impress me a whole lot, I I did come away going, you know what? Uh, kudos to you guys for going your own route and making games that are very, very different than a lot of what is out there. I mean, Paul, you mentioned at the top of the show, Outer Wilds is one of my favorite games, honestly, that I've ever played. It's one of the most memorable games I think somebody can play. Um, we we covered 12 minutes. That one was a little disappointing to me. Um, you know, but Annapurna has really put out some really neat games that are very memorable. And so maybe this follows that, even though it looks bonkers. 
<laughs> I love that they're willing to take big shots. Yeah. They're not afraid of that. And Stray was nominated for Game of the Year, and it won Best Indie Game. Uh, Neon White took the world by uh, storm yep. for a few weeks there. Like They're not afraid to get weird, and they're not all going to hit. I don't know if you guys know. Did you know this has a playable demo? Oh, my goodness. Does I it? downloaded it. Did you? I played oh, did it. You really? Did you play it? <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. Oh, <laughs> all, right. all right. So how, how bonkers is it? Okay, it's it's just as bad as you think it is, but that's because this game is not made for the three of us. Okay, none of us would ever buy this game. I will say the voice acting is spectacular. Um, it's a lot of like mini games, so you don't actually cook in the demo, but when you watch like all the footage, it's like just quick time events, stuff like that. The game is not very there's no like hardcore combat or exploration, stuff like that. So basically in the demo, you're running around as this woman, uh, Jala. You need to find a ride home, and so you're just hanging out at a diner. And then all of a sudden, you realize that your third-grade boyfriend, Sergio, has just walked in. And Sergio starts chatting you up, and you have all these opportunities to respond in different ways. And then you just start fighting, which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but if you start flirting, you make him turn thirsty, which then he takes extra damage when you do certain attacks. But if you insult him, he turns rageful and then he will miss sometimes when he tries to attack you. And then there's like little quick time events that change how much damage you do. It's incredibly silly. Absolutely. We will not buy or play this game, but we had to cover it on this, this weekend gaming episode because it's just such a silly game. Uh, also, depending on what choices you make for dialogue, you get points into either Heartbreaker, Star, or Bohemian. And so there is actually like a little bit of RPG element in, in that regard, where you, you make choices and it changes your build, which oh is gosh. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> uh, that game is set for release on November 2nd. Not that we care, but our listeners might. <laughs> yeah, I, I put down two quotes on my notes when I was researching it, and I had... Uh, her thighs, they're so powerful. And then I put, <laughs> this game gave me eye and ear cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. Totally yeah. fair comment. <laughs> yep. Just talk to my mom. She'll tell you why I'm perfect. All right. Well, it's that time for us to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more multiplayer gaming podcasts. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, fellas, we are back. We have one last game to cover from Annapurna. Oh boy, this 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 actually might be the weirdest. <laughs> this the is bunch. the real one. This is the this best is, of the bunch. I was just kidding about the other one being one of the weirdest games I've ever seen, guys. Dude, I don't I don't know how people come up with these ideas. Uh, s- stop using cocaine. That yeah. that's my advice. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Annapurna, whoever you're working with, <laughs> maybe do a little bit of drug testing. All right, this game is called Two AT. We got a reveal trailer. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to toss this one to you guys. What do you want to say about Tua T? Uh, I think this game looks hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it takes our, our favorite bug from Cyberpunk. So, so this is obviously poking fun at the T-pose that is famous, was made famous by Cyberpunk. And then I feel like there's been a couple other games inadvertently that have had characters do that as well. So I don't know what's going on with the T-pose. But you are basically a cartoon boy that is stuck in a T-pose. And you have to go about life. Um, Mm -hmm. This is from the maker of Katamari Damacy, if if I'm saying that right. Where, like, I know that's like a cult hit type game. Same maker, same weird world and kind of mechanics and all that stuff. But I'll be honest, this one kind of made me laugh a few times because the kid's like waddling into the bathroom in his T-pose and then he's got his little dog companion with him. And he's like trying to brush his teeth and the dog is like pouncing on the the toothpaste and it's squirting out. But then the mom walks in and she's like, are you guys doing that thing again? And then the kid looks embarrassed (laughs) and the dog looks embarrassed. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what are they like? What's going on here, man? So weird. (laughs) I don't oh know what you're supposed gosh. to do in this game. Are you trying to make his arms bendy at some point? Like <laughs> they, they 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 sing a song written about the game, but they're explicitly mentioning that he can't go to the bathroom by himself. Like, yeah, why do we? How how is this coming into the gameplay? <laughs> I what what are the, we doing? <laughs> I, I'm assuming that the ultimate quest is to make him have elbows, um, or shoulders. No, I don't know. They they, they sing a hundred times. He's the perfect shape. And for some reason, because he's in a T pose, they say he can spin really fast and fly. Yeah, like that's I a saw. whole part of the trailer. <laughs> Ooh, I mean that does make sense, guys. Have you ever tried that? No. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> just me then. Just me. Gotcha. Uh, I am not. Now I'm just picturing Josh just spinning in circles in his backyard. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, according to Steam, this is a 3D narrative adventure with a strong focus on character interaction, story, and exploration. Uh, Ryan, do you think we're going to deep dive uh, this one? Oh, I hope not. 
I should hope not. Anyone, anyone who wants to, you know, become legendary and do that, I'll pay sure. you to not pick this game. Yeah. Please, we will refund your money. I will gladly refund your money to pick a different game. Nope, no questions is, asked. I, the the thing that kills me is these are the games that they're showing off, man. And it's like, again, kudos, but at the same time, like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, which one's got scrapped? That's right. what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, what are the failed proposals? <laughs> yeah, where, where they're like, oh, all right, this this is good. Let's let's go forward with this. I mean, realistically, though, how much does Tua T cost to develop? I mean, this looks to me like it probably costs $20,000, <laughs> and they're probably going to double or triple that. Yeah, they don't have true. to sell a lot of copies. Dude, what, it's going to be profitable. Reading the comments and stuff on the, like I said, I like to look at the, you know, the trailers and read all the comments to see what people think about it. And people were saying they were excited. Oh man, I'm excited. This is from this developer and, and, uh, I like this game and it's going to be such a blast. And I was just like, Oh the gosh. song is so catchy. Yeah, I can't what? stop singing it. Like, what? What are these people thinking? Oh I will God. say, I did start to sympathize with the kid being stuck in the tipos. You know, I it was kind of like, man, like I, I'm sorry for you, man. Like, I hope things get better for you. Yeah, it'd be like stuck with two casts on your arms, yeah. you know, and that's just how you'd have to live. It'd be if rough. You, if you hang your laundry from his arms, is that mean? Or is that like he's grateful because now he's like, yeah, like, not give him a game. purpose. Now put him yeah. in the put him in uh, WWE and he can just go clothesline everybody. Ooh, the spin <laughs> the spin move. Yeah, I like ah. it. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so that wraps things up in in regards to Annapurna. Uh, I, oh, I gotta say, I, I respect the choices, <laughs> even though I'm not going to buy many of these games. It's it's fun to talk about. All right, so next up, and this might be the last thing we cover today. I have talked about being very hyped for Payday 3. I was an enormous fan of the first two. Uh, I don't know that they've aged incredibly well because Payday 2 is just so bloated. It's very hard to start playing now if you didn't play back in the day. It's very confusing. The only people that are still playing it are, you know, very high level. But Eurogamer released a video with 21 minutes of footage. And long story short, they basically say the game does not radically change the series, but it improves on it immensely. How do you guys feel about the state of Payday 3 after seeing this footage? Um, For someone who hasn't, I don't know why, hasn't played the first two Paydays, I don't know what the heck I was doing and why I missed out on it, because this looks oh, exactly like baller. the game that I would love. Like, it yeah. looked so freaking cool. All the stuff you can do, all, and then like you said, like the little advancements, you know, where they, they, and I watched that thing where, you know, he was going over where you can, uh, get onto objects now and climb through vents and, and circle around and you can mark where security guards are in their past and then you can mark cameras and, um, there's an option of stealth and there's also, you can just go in guns a blazing, you know, and, and sure. just, you know, shoot them all. And so, uh, taking hostages, all of it looked exactly like what I would love to do. Um, so I don't know how I miss these, but watching that got me so excited. So I am, I am hyped for this game. I'm pumped. Yeah. I love yeah, Robin I am, Banks. The listeners know that. Yeah. This is just a, this is basically payday two, just like made modern. I mean, it's, it's almost exactly the same kind of mechanics, but they did say that they wanted the action to feel more believable. And it does seem like that's what we got. Josh, you did not like Payday 2 very much, but we did try playing it. It was like, what, two years ago, and it had already been out for like eight years or something. It was a How while. How do you feel about the third? I, and I still remember us playing, like, I don't know if it was the first Payday together, and then Payday 2, 
I I like the premise of the games, honestly. I will say that what you mentioned leading into this is like, if you try to play Payday 2 nowadays, it's just chaos and confusing. I mean, there's so many things that they've just tacked on with DLCs and stuff over the years. It's like this big ball of rubber bands now. It's like you can't really get into it. Um, you know, but I, I have played enough of the Payday games to know that they can be a ton of fun with friends, especially. This trailer... I know Paul was really excited. I watched this trailer and then I went, my my very first impression was, well, they're not really changing a whole lot. But then as I started watching, I went, actually, you know what? These changes are going to make this a better game. And the more I watched, the more I got excited. So I am with you guys on the hype level on this one now yes. because I think that they recognized the things that they were doing wrong and they fixed a lot of those. They're giving you more choices. They're making it feel more like an actual heist versus just an arcade shooter when things go wrong. One of my biggest complaints with Payday before was that it always devolves into a shootout with the police. And then it's just, are you going to run out of ammo and do what you need to do before you just get swarmed by a thousand of these you know, police officers and SWAT team members and stuff. But I love the fact that they said, look, like we're fixing some of that. You get to, you get to negotiate with the police now before they call in SWAT. Like <laughs> this what? is huge. Yeah. This is huge. Like this is fantastic because it used to be that if you, if you got caught or you got seen, it's just escalation. Alarms. Uh, yeah, exactly. And now it's like you can actually knock a guard out before they call the cops. If the cops do get called on you, you can take hostages. And then that buys you time before the SWAT team shows up by like by doing hostage negotiations and stuff. And, and there's just I feel like there's a dozen of these little things where you can interact with security systems and see guards and work together. They showed one where you're doing an art heist and you have to dodge laser beams that are pulsing yeah. through the room. And I was like, this is the kind of stuff that I want, man. I don't want to just go into a bank, make one little mistake. And now it's a shootout for 20 minutes with the police while we try to evac, you know. Um, so I'm very hyped with the changes that they're making to this series. That was the number one thing I was excited about. That they, they said payday one and two is very binary. You always start stealth. The second you get seen, it's over. They tried to divide this one into phases, is what Eurogamer said. So one thing that I thought was also really neat is, for example, if you go somewhere you're not supposed to be, that used to immediately trigger an alarm. But now, if you go start walking in the back of a bank, or if you go through a security door in that art museum and a guard sees you, they're going to say, hey, you, wait up, stay, stay right there. This is a restricted area. You need to follow me back to the lobby. So it doesn't immediately trigger action. They will, and as long as you stand still and then you follow them back to the lobby, it doesn't trigger the alarms. because. Oh, wow. You know, maybe you're just someone who got confused and you went through the wrong door. So the fact that they're adding that kind of stuff sounds to me like it's going to make it far more interesting in the long run. I mean, there's even other stuff, too. Like, if you have to light thermite to burn into the bank vault, oh, that, that was they'll so trigger, cool. yeah. they'll trigger so the cool. fire sprinklers. <laughs> you could turn but it if off. you run around <laughs> and find the interface for the sprinklers, you can turn it off and the thermite burns brighter and, and, and uh, 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 hotter. So I think that all of these things is exactly what I would want because I love Payday 1 and 2. This one's just going to be modern, made far better. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Well, I was I was going to ask you guys because, you know, I didn't play the first couple, but um, 
those things, you know, you seem like they're 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 kind of a natural progression of of how these types of games should be, where it's not just it's just because one guard sees you. It's not oh, all of a sudden everybody knows you're there. So right. the fact that they added that in is really cool to me. Um, and uh, I even saw too, like with the ne- hostage negotiations, the one of the videos I was watching, the guy takes a hostage, goes outside, and then he <laughs> yeah, just he starts does. copping all the cops. And he's like, pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop, pop. Human he, shield. He shoots them all with, as a human shield, and then he drops the hostage and then runs back inside. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. So you can you can do so many different things, and there's so many different ways you can do each heist but still complete it. And that's what I thought was so cool. And, and, and uh, it, it just, uh, yeah, I was stoked. And I, and I love when, you know, like going back to the, the security guards and stuff, one little mistake shouldn't end the whole mission. You know, the guy sees you, you can either knock him out or, oh, I'm in the wrong place, you know, and you go back. So, yeah, all the stuff that they've done to the existing games to update it and um, what I've seen, I'm I'm beyond excited. I don't know how I missed these before. I may have an addictive personality and I get stuck on certain games, so <laughs> that's probably why. But, yeah, I, I, I'm stoked. I think we're all three going to play this one for a long time. Oh. <laughs> absolutely i will say i was a little hesitant about this game like sure it's just gonna be more of the same and you know it'll probably be fun for a week or whatever but you know seeing the changes that they've made to this um the gunplay looks good they give you like overkill weapons so there's even that little aspect of like you can get a really high powered sniper rifle or grenade launcher and stuff like that i like that it feels much more heisty now like they do show you like breaking in through the roof you know, there's different ways that you can approach these heists. I really like that aspect of it because I think it keeps things fresh. I'm on board, man. Like this game is a game that I yeah. want like the three of us <laughs> to play together at this point because it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think that the changes that they made to the series are only going to improve like the playability aspect. And it seems like they're fixing a lot of the things where you know, it was wrong. They, they really mentioned the AI. And that was one of the big complaints I had before was that, you know, the, in this demo, they called the payday two AI zombies. It was just police officers yep. that would just rush at you. Beeline and fire. Right. Until you ran yeah. out of ammo, you know, and they're saying now like the guards behave much more realistically. The cops will come at you in units and squads, and maybe they'll actually have one that's leading with a riot shield. And then like the group of them will be standing behind that guy. And so there's just a lot more of like that tactical nature that I think should be there in a game like this. And so I, I'm 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 on board, boys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And the stealth aspect they compared to being very puzzle like. You need to go find a combination, or you need to get a key card from this guy. And then there's also like little side objectives. So if you find out about a certain security deposit box, well. Now you can also go rob that and get even more money. So I, everything I saw in here looked really encouraging. I love when a, a gaming studio just gives you 20 straight minutes of footage of just, here's the game. And there are little cuts because they had to compress it. So the guy even narrating says, you know, oh yeah, right here we did this, but it's going to jump forward to this part. Um, but I love when they just let you watch the game because it means they're confident in the product. They feel like if we get eyes on it, people will buy it. And it worked for me. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, just got to wait until this one comes out. But I think this is definitely on our short list for deep dive possibilities. Supposed to come out September 21st of this year. So not too long. Yeah. Not too long. Just a couple months. Oh, another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit this in with, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield and you know, everything else coming out. 
All right. Well, that wraps up everything here for this week in gaming. We do want to say thank you so much to all of our listeners for tuning into this one. Please make sure to check out all our episodes. They drop on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And if you do sign up on Patreon, like Josh mentioned earlier, at MultiplayerSquad.com, you also get two episodes every month on Tuesdays. So tons of content available for you all. Hope everyone is having a fantastic summer. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See you, everybody.